Hello everyone, did you miss us? No. <laughs> this is Comment Below, the podcast where we delve online for stories you may or may not have heard about. I'm Alex and each week with Benjamin, we share with you a recommended weekly allowance of opinion. If you're feeling saucy, why not share your story that you'd like us to discuss too? Or comment on any of the stories we discuss this week. Just email us commentbelowpod at gmail.com, Twitter at commentbelowpod, or Instagram at commentbelow underscore pod. Hello, Ben. I haven't seen you for two weeks. Hello. Producer Charlie dragged you into the studio. He did. If you're a difficult man to find. He's currently bathing himself in front of us. But it's okay. What well, kind it's of that has a wash whilst we're producing while we're doing a show. I mean, that's just. Mm. I've got. I feel like this is a troubled studio. This is a troubled set. I feel like that we should like maybe put a HR report forward for him because like so. I don't really want to watch someone clean themselves while we're doing a podcast. Luckily, he is a cat, so it's cute. Oh, <laughs> ruined their illusion. People, I love it when people get in touch and says, "You produce Charlie. Who's produce Charlie? Who's that behind the camera?" <laughs> And then we tell them he's a cat and everyone's like, they like him. He's like more of a star than us now. Mm, which if, we is re- good. if we released like um, autograph cards, because we're that dick. If we, you can imagine though, if we had autograph cards, we'd have one of you, one of me and one of Charlie the cat. And there'll be like equal piles. I think by the end of the week, Charles, Charlie's pile would be at the bottom. How would he autograph it? With his tongue, like like on the card or? With his tail. Or his paw print. If I, I point his name with his tail. <laughs> I found um, this week. Didn't I say to you this week? He's got. A, I didn't realize his ratio to body to tail was much longer. I didn't realize it before because his tail was. I've not seen it. Like we've had him for years. But his tail literally drags when it's not up in the air, which it always is up in the air because he loves us so much. But when it's not up in the air, it drags on the ground. And it's really sad recently. He's not sad. <laughs> he's hungry a lot more. Yeah, he's not sad. He was sick for months. Everyone knows that. He's is getting better, everyone. Mm-hmm. And he's now eating. And he gets uh, cooked chicken for him every morning now. Mm. Shredded. Shredded so, all? There you go. There you go. He stops now. He heard the word shredded chicken. Of course, you can listen to us on any of your favourite podcast apps, by the way. Um, but you can watch us as well. If you go to YouTube, just search Comment Below Podcast or Bam Productions and you'll see our ugly mugs. Uh, described as a wolf and a bear. So there you go. So you just keep bringing that up to everyone. So if you see pictures of what you deem a wolf and a bear, then you know you found the right YouTube page. And if you do find us, you can then comment. You can literally do what the podcast is called and comment underneath the video uh, with your thoughts as well. Um, and don't forget, of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, to like, subscribe, and ring the bell so you never miss any future episodes of this or any of our future podcasts that we do, including uh, our other podcast, which is The Traitors. If you like watching The Traitors and you like listening about it, we're... It's not called number... The Traitors, though. That's it's a called TV Faithful to The Traitors yes. podcast. That's our other podcast. So what we've got coming up on the actual podcast, then, we have got... Yes. Um, movies that have um, been finished, completed, production shut down, and then not released for some reason. Is this a new phenomenon or is this something that's been happening for years? <laughs> Stay tuned to find out. We have got uh, Gen Zs are bringing back the love of reading, reading physical books... And using libraries. Ah, are libraries coming to become extinct? Stay tuned to find out. <laughs> and we also are going to have a little look at the rumoured lineup for Celebrity Big Brother 2024 because it is back after sort of six year hiatus, isn't it? Quite a long time. Well, the celebrity years. version is back. And it's, mm. it's, 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 the only reason they're doing this is because the normal Big Brother was a surprise hit for ITV. Like ITV kind of thought we'd be we'll be we'll do well with big brother it's still even on channel five got good enough ratings 
but we're going to go back to basics, wasn't it? They said, mm. and then it was a bigger hit than I think they anticipated it would be. But yes, first of all, movies. Yes. So recently, this <laughs> whenever this podcast comes out, maybe <laughs> recent, it may not be. Um, Wiley Coyote was going to star in its own film. In Which sounds little... amazing, by the way. No, it was I... called um, Coyote versus Acme. Yes. Um, which is quite apt because the storyline is that obviously he has been trying to get Roadrunner for a few years now. Meep, meep. Meep, meep. He keeps um, setting traps bought by the Acme company, the Acme company, and they always explode on him or hurt him, and not Roadrunner. I, I, I mean, where, why, why he hasn't put a lawsuit against them is well, my knowledge. In a Cozy versus Acme, the film, he is, he's got a lawyer. Yep, he's lawyered up, lawyered up, and he's going to court to sue Acme for the dodgy gifts and gadgets that he's used. Um, and that was meant to be the film, and people were excited for it. It's had a bit of, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it's had a bit of developmental um, hell. It's sort of been moved around since 2018 and different people taking over. But it was ready, finished, and it was going to come out, I think, last July, but they replaced it with Barbie. Which we all know was well. That was a that was a good flop. decision, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't a bad decision. Um, and then recently, I think like in beginning of February, they actually announced that we're not actually going to release it, even though it's finished and done and edited and mm. ready to go. Which is an odd thing. So what why is... why would a company finish a film, spend seventy million pounds on it, and then not release it? Well, I have three words for you, Ben. In the in the style of Kath and Kim, I've got three words for you: tax write off. Because it it was more profitable for Warner Brothers because it's Warner Brothers Discovery that made this film, and they've done it. They've got form as well because they've done it quite recently again on two other films, mm. Batgirl and Scoob Holiday Horns. Yes, <laughs> um, that they would make more money from making or not even not even make money, break even if they just made the film a tax write-off. Now, there's a lot to be said that it's sad that an art form, whether it be good or bad, though Coyote versus Acne has apparently been pretty much well-received by audiences. Yeah, it has, but the boss didn't even view it, apparently, before he decided to get rid of it. So, but, but Apparently, it was a good film. But apparently, it's a good film. So, But it, d despite it being a good or bad film, I think that you should still allow the people, the artists, everyone who put their blood, sweat and tears into this production, the and the audience, the right to see it. Mm. Because that's like something like, just be you spent years on it as well. Spent years on it, and like I like to use as an example, like look at the Rocky Horror Picture Show, right? When that came out in the late seventies as a film, flopped, not popular at all. Then picked up by a growing group of people who loved it, who fell in love with the film. What film is this? The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh right. They fell in love with the film, and then it got this kind of cult status where it was being shown in theaters, and people started like making you know, shouting out at the screen as it was being shown. And now look at it. It's a phenomenon. It's a huge deal. Mm. The film and the, the stage production of it. Now, I'm not saying by any means that Batgirl, Coyote versus Acme, Scoob, Holiday Horns is going to become a cult classic but you in don't the same know. way. But you don't know. And at the same time, I just think it's such a shame that something that's being crafted is just going to be buried and never seen again. I know. It seems like such a waste. And, and it, it encourages piracy. Like, it looks like... Roger, well, yeah. 
<laughs> it looks like um, Roger Rabbit, which was great. I loved Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Another brilliant film. Mm. I mean, you know that I've, I've not seen the film. I've seen stills of the film. You know that there's going to be lots of like Warner Brother wink, you know, cartoon winks in the, in there as well. Bugs Bunny, no doubt, will be in it at some point. Mm. You know, Roadrunner. He'll be a surprise witness. He would be. Like, we get, think of the jokes you could have with Roadrunner, like being a witness and like mm-hmm. they're asking him a question and going, and it's just like that's all they say. Now the whole audience is going, oh yes, like the whole you know. Jury. It is a bit funny that the plot of this film could actually—it's like the big evil company. Yeah, and it's like, oh wait a minute. So this could be if they did it right, a really good marketing ploy, like the big evil company taking suing them. But no, the thing is, but it's I, not. I don't think it is that. No, I know, but it could. It, it could, could have been, been yeah. but it's not. Um, but then that's yes, asking the high executives to have a to admit their brain evil. fart for five seconds. Yeah. Because um, that's what the Barbie movie's about a little bit. And Mattel were happy to kind of take the mm. mick out of themselves. They did take the piss out of themselves. It was like, Barbie, go back in that box. And she said, I've not been in a box for ages. Because, <laughs> bo- you know, the box takes her back to Barbie world. I, I, the, the only reason that I think this is in the public consciousness, but also that there's a backtrack, is purely because there's a group, there's a crowd of people who have said, we've seen this film. It's actually really good. It needs to be shown. Mm. And they they're trying to find distributors for it. But because it's kind of like, black market it's always like black marked now this film the distributors aren't even touching it now so now unless warner brothers distrib- self-distribute it which they wrote because they know they can make break even or do better by just making it a tax write-off mm. i don't think we're ever going to see the, 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 the light of day of this film why can't like these billionaires just buy it like you know instead of buying twitter why couldn't Elon just be nice and just buy a film and then release it? I mean, Elon Musk, he wants to save the world. Save the world by small baby steps. And I want to say they're ugly. I want to say ugly. John Cena's net worth is... Oh, he's worth 80 million. Okay. I was going to say, can't John Cena just buy it because he's a voice actor in it? Could he not have a word with Vince McMahon? They've got a film blog. WWE Films. Um, can you imagine if that came under the umbrella of WWE Films? He's um, in the film, though. Exactly. That makes sense. Um, so the stuff with Batman and Scoob Holiday Horn, which is I'm assuming Scooby-Doo um, film. Well, according um, to this, it was a prequel to the 2020 Scoob film. Oh. Oh, wow. Um, these, were, these are slightly different because they were going to be done on HBO Max, I think. So, so they're they going to were... be streamed as well as released to the yeah. theatre, which uh, is what a lot of streaming services do. Apple TV do that a lot mm. as well. But um, a new person took over Warner Brothers and then changed his mind about it and because the budget was like i think it was 90 million the budget for batgirl it was like it's too high budget for just streaming but it's not big enough budget for yeah so they actually like you say it was a tax write-off because it actually made it was more money just to, it, so. it was in that middle ground it wasn't big enough to be a theatrical film like or outright a theatrical film but as you say it was too big to be just put on a just mm. thrown on a streaming service which is what disney plus tend to do they just throw a film onto the streaming service i don't know how popular batgirl would have been i've never heard apparently again it's not a bad film i mean scoob i can't speak about but apparently it's not that bad but it's just what annoys me is that like these streaming services seem to forget that like the reason why piracy kind of went down uh, for like tv distribution film distribution was because the streaming services were making it very easy for you to access these things mm. now they're making things more and more difficult for us to access piracy is going to start going up again mm. i mean i i do kind of just want someone to leak it. just yeah, leak yeah, it someone will someone mm. will leak it i'm sure and if they do i will more than likely try to find a means of watching it i think it's i think it's perfectly fair i'm sorry i'll get the police knocking on the door in a minute 
But I think it's perfectly sensible and fair for us to say that if you can't, if you have no other means of accessing something, just find another, find a way to access it. You know, it's just, it's, it makes me so angry. It just winds me up. Like, it is mad that it can be cheaper to do it as a tax write-off than actually just release it even though it's finished. Like, but it's also, it's like it turns, I know that it's a business. I know that these studios is a business, but they have to remember that their their business is art. And, it, you know, art is meant to be experimental. So I know, again, you can't, you know, Batgirl is not exactly experimental, but you know what I'm saying. It's like, this is, there are, you know, people who like have put their, and they're absolute all into making this film. They obviously thought they was a big by dreaming. If not, it's just put on streaming. It's not big enough for this. Too big know, for streaming. It's like you could get new subscribers. Yeah, but HBO Max has been again. That's another thing since Warner Brothers kind of this. I presume this new CEO, David Zanlaf, Zaslaf, I think his name is. He, they've they've been stripping HBO Max now. So when HBO Max had this rich history, like they had every single episode of Sesame Street on there from like the very beginning to recent days. And now they've stripped it, and now there's like only like 50 episodes from before the year 2010. Probably because they don't have to pay everyone. So it's exactly that. It's, they they don't. Yeah. It's, so it's 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 more cost effective again for them to do it that for way. Them, yeah. So why so so why shouldn't people then think if they want to like have a nostalgic kick of watching Sesame Street, why shouldn't they pirate it? Why shouldn't they find a way of downloading all the episodes, burning on DVD? Yeah. Watch it on YouTube on those weird channels which upload weird stuff like game shows from America and just watch them. Yes, and then have like a two-minute bit in the middle where you just have a rabbit going to kind of like overturn the copyright. One scene is like mirrored, and everyone's like moving backwards for like thirty seconds. Yeah, like Twin Peaks. But I'm sorry, but I'm uh, this is just I I and I don't I think that if if I made a film Mm. and the the film company said we're not releasing it, I would leak it. I because it's not up to me. I've been paid. That's well, I don't give a shit. I've been paid. It's up to the studios to flip in, sort their chicken, put their, you know... Ducks in a row? Get their ducks in a row, yes. Not their chickens in a row, get their ducks in a row. It just makes me so angry because it's like, this is this is like something that we, as, as a consumer, I feel it's our right to find, have to be able to, to have something to, to use, to play. I think worse than lost media, which is getting more and more lost frequent. Media. Exactly. Video when, games, lost media. It's like the Grease show. I never watched it personally. The Pink Ladies on Paramount Plus. Mm. They just got rid of it. Now, it may never be seen again. And that thing with Warwick. They, yes, Willow. Willow. On Disney Plus. Yeah, just got rid of it. No, it's it's like, don't it? get rid of these. It's so weird that they do that. At least if you're going to, if you're planning to do that, release onto blu-ray so then at least there's a physical form of it i just think lost media is such a a huge problem and it's such a shame mm. however it's a big thing in gaming but it's it's sort of seeping into movies and tv now well with, Nin- with nintendo as you know where i'm heading with this with like game consoles the problem is is that where game consoles get more and more like sophisticated or gimmicky like nintendo tends to have it's difficult to release say a game that used to be on a system where you have two screens to then keep mm-hmm. it as a as a as a source that you, people can refer back to, I'm all for physical media. But I I agree. But I don't mind. This the thing is, I don't mind streaming because then there's a there's a process of getting things. But I think that if you're going to take something off, then make it physical for people, even if it's a limited edition. Disney used to do limited edition films all the time. Remember they used to release like Aladdin two. No, no, not <laughs> stuff like that. Like their mainstay video, the films like Lion King or Aladdin or Little Mermaid. Like they would only release it for a limited time only giving it like a kind of like a preciousness to it. Like there's like, you have to get it now or else you won't get it. 
Does they used to do it all the time? I don't care if they did that. Honestly, if they said Batgirl, well, whatever it's called. Honestly, if they said Batgirl. Stream for one month. Not, no, no, no. Because if they, no. Because then you, well, I suppose you could then copy it. And then they'd, they'd make it illegal. If you want a legal route to do it, Warner Brothers, say Batgirl, out on Blu-ray, limited edition. A bit like what indie games do. They sometimes release a physical yeah, box. Run. Limited yeah. run. Because then at least it's there. It's physically there and people can have it. Okay, well, speaking of physical things, physical media, we'll move on to our next topic because Gen Z are bringing back reading, not just reading, but reading physical books. Reading is fundamental, Ben. There you go. We've got your library card, Arthur. I have got my... Arthur? Arthur, it's his library card. Do you not remember that song? from the cartoon series? Yeah, it's like the most famous song from Arthur. No. The only song I know from Arthur is the theme tune. And I said, hey. If you heard. And I you... said, hey. Hey. What a wonderful time of day. Day. No, shut up. I think we're along with each other. So, young people, Gen Z, young okay. People? There's a Gen Z plot twist here from The Guardian. Um, young people between 1997 and 2012 um, are into reading. So, they're doing real books. They're going away from reading on Kindles or ebooks mm. and going to library hanging out in the library everyone that's cool library i go to the library all the time they got a coffee machine lego they got lego they have a lego i wish this is the one thing i wish i wish 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 that i was a child because i as an adult obviously i can't unless i say i could help with the group maybe but then i'll just be playing with the lego and not looking after the kids well the library have said this is a big been a big boost for them because people aren't just hanging out there they're doing events classes and finding a community, socialising and learning programming. So they're all doing programming. That's yeah, a good idea. That's a really um, good idea. So in this article, Instagram and BookTok have been seen as a bit of a warning sign because on one hand, it's giving lots of like unknown authors or people who may not have who they released a book and it would have been like a flop. It's now suddenly selling loads because people, social media, actually reading it and then recommending it and it's going viral. Um, which back in the day it obviously didn't used to happen. You used to have the publisher and have a big campaign. Mm. Like those movies, you know, Batgirl. Wouldn't get anywhere without a campaign. Um, or Warner Brothers. <laughs> so th- there's sort of a, a slight warning with this um, increased popularity of indie books or um, books that suddenly become popular and then read and then disused because they're physical. And it's a bit like fast fashion, like from H&M. And oh, people are buying a book and then just yeah, storing it on their it. shelves. And, and then yeah, yeah. chuck it. But I like a physical book. What do you prefer? Physical, well, e-book? I, you know I audio. prefer a physical book because when I only have found the love of reading in the past like year now, I think I started like reading about March last year because I before then, I wasn't a snob about it. I wasn't like, I'm reading stupid. I just couldn't settle down and read. And then I was having trouble sleeping. And so you gave me your book <laughs> and I fell asleep like that. No, <laughs> but no, what I mean, it's like... Um, you gave me your book and I said, because uh, you wanted me kind of just like to check read, the type, uh, proofread yeah. and whatever. And um, you, and yeah, I started reading it and I found that it relaxed me at night. It's like something that people would told me for years and I was like, no, I'm fine. I'll just scroll on crap on my Don't phone. listen to advice from others. Oh, you know me. And um, and I, and after your book, then I, what did I do after that? I think I'd got and I just bought a book from a charity shop which I like the look of I just like the cover of it and started reading that and then since then honestly I don't not have a book I'm always listening to an audiobook and I've always got a book to read all the time 
all the all the time. I love it, love it, love it, love it. I love reading. I really do. But I I started off because I I there's an app in the UK. I forget what it's called now, and it's a library app, and you can actually get books on the app for free. Libby, Libby. And so I started I started reading books on my phone, and I just couldn't get on with it. And I just thought I don't I don't like it. It doesn't have the same kind of. Uh, there's something there's like weirdly more comforting about just laying on your back <laughs> legs in the air no laying on your back and just having the book in your hand and reading from it and turning the page i know it's a really stupid thing but the sound of the page turning is mm. so i don't know just warming it's weird i get it i'm sorry i'm weird but that's mm. just for me i was i was more ebook to begin with but mm. I've gone to physical because I feel like because I can see my progress in the book. Yeah, that's another physically. thing. I love putting the book. When I finish reading, I love putting the bookmark. Yeah, looking at the top of it. Oh, I'm a third. So I find that I can. <laughs> I find that I can get through it, and even if the book's a bit dull, I can look and think, "Oh, there's this much left." Or it's not much more. But on um on like Kindle, it just says twenty percent, and then you read like ten pages, and it says twenty two percent. It's like, oh my god, yeah. I've just done one percent. So yeah, I've gone back to physical now. That's um, something they could do. They should. The Kindle could do. They should have a graphic that you tap on something, and they show you basically the book goes like that, and then it turns sideways, and then it shows like a little black yeah, line you know. of how far you are in the book. Mm. Here you go, Kindle. We can have that for free. Um, so maybe we are part of the fast fashion because we are buying books. I, I don't tend to reread books. I do read them once and then store them. Oh, I never reread them. But the bookshelf upstairs, I've got one of my own shelf. With all the books I've read, and again I look at it and I think I've read all those books. So I I I, I like to think that I'm not into that. The only thing I would say is that I am one of those troubling people that I can easily and have easily in the past gone to a book sh- bookshop or gone online to like World of Books or because I buy secondhand books as well. I try to as well. I'd like to vintage mention. have books or vintage. And I click, know that. And I click on one and think, <clears throat> yeah, that's that's enough. And then I think, oh, I've got that one on my list. Because I'm on Goodreads as well. So I've got a list of all the books. And I'm like, oh, let's have a look at that one. Oh, there's only a couple. And I get that one as well. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of, by the time I get to my checkout or basket, it's like five, six books. And I'm like, <laughs> click it anyway. And then next to the bedside table, I have this stack of books. <laughs> And, and, and what's wrong with that though, really? I don't think there's anything wrong exactly. with that. Honestly, I don't. And it's, again, We don't it's, do fast fashion. Oh, no, so you've, got, you've got to do something. I've worn this jumper every day for the rest of my life. Okay. It's quite satisfying also seeing those books kind of deplete bit by bit by bit by bit as well. I know it's weird. I know it's strange. It's just one of those kind of like weird kind of very satisfying feelings. But I think the thing is, I think that there's always like a story every kind of three or four years where people say books are popular again. And I just think that this time round, it's TikTok that's kind of brought in a lot of indie writers who are getting popular and in about five years time there'll be there'll be something that people say like there'll be like a a, me yeah there'll be ben andrews they'll say ben andrews has got children reading again and they'll be like (laughs) but should they be reading his books probably not because they're too adult Mm -hmm. not that they're bad i launched my website well i well we were off air but plug it plug it plug it plug it ben andrews uk. ben's books are really fun honestly they're really good fun and um, that's not just me saying that because i've lived with him for 12 years and also that he's got a knife under the table and he's poking me with it um it's not that at all no genuinely they're really fun books and you've got a really cool new book coming out that i've not not i've read yet and i can't wait to read it it's the one book i really want to read the rest of you are tosh (laughs) get out of my life that's the one well, if you go on my website, you can see the cover for that, which hasn't been officially announced. What yet, was the so. website again? I forgot. 
Ben Andrews author. Ben Andrews author. Dot co. Dot uk. Dot co. Dot uk. Or Ben Andrews author. Yeah, I'm, probably. I'm gonna do it Comes now. Up. Ben Andrews author. This is this is turned. Oh, it says Ben Andrews dash author as an auto search. Wow. Ben. Oh, it's not you. <laughs> <laughs> it's very nice. Right. So last. Well, disabled entrepreneur, activist, and author. The last thirteen. So don't do. How do we find you? BenAndrewsAuthor.co.uk. That's how you find me. So, last topic of the episode, quickly then. We have mm. got Celebrity Big Brother is back on ITV for the first time. Mm. Um, it came back last, was it winter, wasn't it? It came back for the civilian one. No, it was Autumn. about October, November time. Autumn, winter. I don't know when they missed. Autumn. Um, and that was a civilian one. It was popular. We watched it, even though we <laughs> announced that we weren't going to watch it, but we did. We got hooked into it. It's strangely got its talents into us yeah. let's be honest thanks to will best um so they are doing a celebrity one now so we're just going to look through the list um and see if we know who they are if we're excited about these rumored ones or how likely they are to be so did you want to go through the list i do i just want to say that if people want to get in touch with us okay. um uh on um at comment below pod on twitter or instagram at comment below underscore pod give ben things to put on his website for faqs because you've only got one thing on there what genres do you write? Yeah, that, that. Okay, three. Scroll down. There's more questions. How many questions do you want to ask? Lots of questions. I'll ask you a question. What's your favourite book? I want to go on my Goodreads. I answered all that on there. Yeah, but that's not on your website. <laughs> BenAndrewsAuthor.com. Right. Okay. Celebrity Big, Big Brother. Brother. Right. So, uh, there's been a few... Maybe uh, that's the first time Alex looks on my website, everyone. just says, <laughs> yeah. I'm busy. Like you, I'm busy. Um, what I was going to say, a lot of them have been basically just, just kind of like only always Essex stars. Or... We'll go through them. Who are they? Okay. This is a podcast. Right. Not, not everyone's watching. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm trying to find my way to the top because I've right. So Ekin Sue is one of them because she's spent, <laughs> she's broken up with um her husband, her Italian multi-millionaire entrepreneur. <laughs> well, I don't want to see her because she's boring. Um, Next. Well, I just well, I just want to say that I agree with you, but that's based not on Love Island, which a few people may have watched or listened to and may think she was brilliant on, but on no. uh, on the Traitors US because she was annoying on that. And I don't see anything Love Island because I blocked the hashtag and the word Love and Island on my all my social media. So I don't see it. I just don't bother looking. Full stop. Um, well, Louis Walsh has really been thrown into the mix. Now, the picture they've used on the uh, Daily Mail website is a bit unfair. It looks like an old man who's been let out of the home for the day. He looks like he's gone a bit lost and he's asking everyone around him whether he knows where the... Louis Walsh is such a weird... He might is. be quite good on Big Brother because he's such like a weird, like, not famous celebrity, but he's well known, but he's also like... You don't really know anything about Louis Walsh. He's just Louis Walsh. I worry that there's something there that <laughs> well, yeah, might be troubling if it comes out on Big Brother. That's the only thing I'm worried about. I'm not accusing him of anything. No, but it, the possibility is there. Possibility is there. Um, what do, so what's your opinion on Louis Walsh? It's so funny that there's two pictures of Louis Walsh, by the way, on the website. For, like I said, for one of them, he looks absolutely dishevelled. Like he's literally been just woken up and thrown out of the home for the day because they need to do a deep clean because of all the like bugs that are in there mm. and then there's the one that they use for the x-factor publicity and he looks absolutely nice and trim like his hair's nicely cut he's shaved really weird that they've done that to him um chloe burrows she's i love i've got two they can't that's what i'm saying they're, they're getting people they're, they're literally getting it from their own you see this is what i worried about bringing big brother back because big, big brother got so like tacky and rubbish i know it's always been a bit tacky but it got so like 
the celebrities. I wanted like ITV to do a bit something a bit different, like mm. a person from Gogglebox or they've done that already on Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah, I know, but like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, not celebrities as in like someone from Love Island, but like people who went viral for doing a news interview. Like, do you know what I mean? Like a weird celebrity well, lineup. You say that it's like Harry Judd's mum or may... something. Well, you... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what about that? What about Amir Khan's wife? Oh no, no. I don't like Amir Khan either. <laughs> Well, here's an interesting one. So the ca- uh, Princess of Wales, Catherine. She's going uncle, in a shit. Which she might. But no, she won't. She's too busy at the moment. She's got to look after... Well, she's in hospital. Is she still I in hospital for no something which isn't facelift related? No idea. Um, Catherine, Prince of Wales's uncle, Gary right. Goldsmith, might right. be going in. Now, that might be interesting. Really? What's had... that going to be interesting about? Well, if you talk say. about the royal family. You won't know anything. <laughs> An uncle of Kate, what's he going to know? He's not exactly in the bucket. He might confide in her aunt, and her aunt might pass out to the uncle. Nah, and then get nothing from him. We might. Well, according to this one, hang on, hang on, hang on. According to the Daily, according to the Daily Mail, he might talk about the recent cancer diagnosis of King Charles. Incredibly thrilling. I'm sure he won't. (laughs) The Queen's third cousin, Princess. The fact she's a princess one riles me up. Olga Ramanoff. She looks like an Emmerdale character, like someone who just sits in the pub in Emmerdale as a background character. Is what she looks like. Well, she's no, she's no, uh, she's not shied from reality TV before. She's done uh, the Big Celebrity Detox before oh, on gosh. Channel Four. What's so, like? Is there going to be a big name here? Is there like the one that's taking the budget? Well, you know who the big name is. No, 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 no. You know who the big name is? Who? Everyone's saying it's going to be Philip Schofield. No, he won't do Why it. Why don't you think he'll do it? Because I think there's That's a real dangerous. Strong... He wouldn't do it. I don't think it's that dangerous for him. I don't think he needs to do it. He's got more than enough money to not do it. But I think Mm-mm-mm. that he would consider it as an idea of trying to get him publicly washed. If you know, <sighs> get his get his get his get his reputation. I know, if I was his daughters, who are meant oh, are caring for him or looking after him or whatever, I would advise him not to do this because. It's not worth it. I mean, Shirley Ballas has been rumoured too. Yeah. She might have a few stories about Dan Wanton. They're like thick thieves, empty. Although I heard her on Alan Carr's podcast and she was quite funny on it. But I'm not a big fan of Shirley Ballas. Rebecca Vardy. Really? No, she's, I think she's one that they've said that is not going to be on it. The films have turned it oh, down. Oh, she's been axed. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's a few Good. that have been turned down. Her, Olivia Atwood. Olivia Atwood, she's, um, she was on... Strictly recently, wasn't she? Oh, okay. Sarah Ferguson. I don't think you'll she'll be doing it, will she? She's I doubt she'll do it. She doesn't need to do it. Traitors winner, Harry Clark. I'm mm-hmm. glad he said no. He's just signed up to an agent, I saw. So he's going to get bookings soon. Right, he's, he was... Uh, okay, so the big name is... Well, he was reportedly offered a quarter of a million pounds to do it. Um, but he chose to turn it down. He said he wanted it. He turned it down. He's won enough money. <laughs> he won £100,000 on, sl- on the, the mm. traitors. But the thing is, I think he could do so much better... And it says here that his agent has already got 16 companies who were approached. Yeah, exactly. I feel like this lineup, if it is true, is not what I would be excited about. But the big name, if true, is Philip Schofield or I guess Shirley Ballas. If if true, you know, they, they do tend to kind of like throw names. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. The woman from names. Hollyoaks here, Sarah Jane Dunn, I can imagine her doing it because she got fired from Hollyoaks for having an OnlyFans account, didn't she? Oh, is that her? Which was ridiculous. Oh, that's yeah. ridiculous when all the guys... Fuck- they can do the the calendar and all oh, and the girl they the Channel Four do their own calendar. Yeah, yeah. True. Although Hollyoaks is so, let's be honest, nothing mm. nowadays. That's, that's I mean, I'm not 
blown away by that repeat <laughs> lineup, I must say. Um, and I don't think Louis Walsh would do it, and I don't think Philip Schofield would either. So I wonder if they'd be better off if they were gonna if they'd announced like a celebrity like Big Brother, if ITV would have been better off just to say it's only gonna be a week long. Rather than because I think another problem is is that it takes like a month, normally three yeah, it's weeks. Not really long this one, but yeah, it's, but it's, it's still a... long enough to kind of like take away a lot of other work that they could be doing. Um, and it's it's still not it's still an unknown. It's not like I'm a celebrity where you kind of know you're going to get a few million figures. Maybe it's not like doing strictly where you know you're going to get a few million people watching, mm. so it's worth trying to do it and to it's get more your reputation to your career. <laughs> but big yeah, Big Brother's more of a risk because it's kind of like yeah, because you're you could be. Yeah, get out for it. So I wonder if like they'd be better off doing it for like a shorter amount of time, to then encourage maybe bigger celebrities to do it further down the line. Yeah. So because you could probably get if you said it was like even if it was just like five days, you know what I mean? I know that's a weird thing to say, but if if it was just five days and they kind of said to them like we we you, the problem is is it's where, where the line is drawn from where they get. The mm. choice of the edit as well. So there's like hardly any older people in that lineup either. Like... Louis Walsh, have you not seen that picture of the, the yeah, he's old man? Tips, the old man who's been left. Yeah, like someone like Miriam Margulies or something. Or... Do you know what I mean? Just like, I don't know. Miriam Margulies wouldn't do it. I know she wouldn't, but someone like that. Mm. No, get something, some fun in there. But as this is called Comment Below, we might as well finish the episode with some comments. Mm. <laughs> Pretty much it's all the same. Davina Devine from London had said, um, where are the celebrities? I'm confused. Apparently they're trying to get a drag race person yes, in a big that. bracket of it. could be any drag drag person from Drag Race Union. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Probably a bag of chips. We should discuss that, actually. We've got five quick minutes to quickly what? discuss. Lou, uh, Louis Vosch. <laughs> I'm on the brain. RuPaul is rumoured to be quitting Drag Race after this final episode, this final series of the American one. Really? Yep, RuPaul is rumoured to be... I've not seen that. Breaking news, everyone. Sure. Breaking news. Uh, to step away. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is from Facebook. <laughs> on a RuPaul Drag Race family group, so oh. it may not be true. Well, I saw it on TikTok. That's oh. why I'm saying it's... Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I say it's kind of like... It might be true, but, it, you know, it makes sense. I suppose he's been doing it for a long time. He'll continue to do UK and Down Under, though. So it's just is that the American one. It's just one. the American one. Yeah, this is not official news, everyone. It's from a Facebook group called RuPaul's Drag Race Family Fan Page. But, you know, you don't know what's true and what's not. So but we're going to report it. The is that he's quitting after this the 2024 series of RuPaul's Drag Race, the American version, and he's going to get someone, a former contestant in to take his place. Maybe he'll be on Slippery Brother then. Well... Michelle did it. Michelle Fassage did it. But yeah, but didn't she did it? She did it so that it got the publicity so someone would pick up Drag Race, remember? Yeah, but Rue will do it for money. Yeah, but I then... saw a rumour that Casey Price is rumoured to do it again, by the way, for the third that time. That would surprise me. She did... done it twice already. She did Down Celebrity twice. Yeah. Oh, no, that's what she's done twice. So, yes, she only said Celebrity Big Brother she did once. Celebrity Big Brother once. And she won it, though. So, what's the point? Well, she went in halfway through as well. Oh, I was going to say to you. With an infected breast. <laughs> she won, she won, yes. She won Series 15. Mm. Can you remember any of the past winners of Celebrity Big Brother, real quick? I've got the whole list here in front of me. Sarah from Girls Aloud. Sarah from Girls Aloud? Sarah Harding, yeah. Yeah. She's not known as Sarah from Girls Aloud. Yeah, I know. I can't remember her surname. I would love someone Rest to g- genuinely go to Depot and change their name to Sarah from Girls Aloud. Oh. Um, someone quite controversial, actually, in Series 18. Bear. Yeah, Stephen yeah. Bear. Idiot. See, that's what, that's what I mean. It's just so tacky, the old Celebrity Big Brother. The Channel 5 one was awful. Yeah. Absolutely not awful. for me. Um, not for me. Well, the act one, this, the one where yeah, they had only I think the last one we watched, wasn't it? 
Mm, but... Well, Ryan Thomas won the one which was the most controversial, oh, yeah. where the woman claimed. Mm. I'm so glad she's not been able to forge her career back. Mm. Julian Clary won Series 10. Oh, yes, I remember that. Denise Welsh. Mm. Alex Reed. Colina. <laughs> Marika Johnson. You're getting tickets to Clean's tour. I have, I must say, I've seen clips of Clean's tour and clearly she's been really practicing her vocals ready to sing some of those belters. Nice. Not outfit out at all. Out, outfits and quality seconds and <laughs> Primark. It's all very H strange. <laughs> it's really odd. Um, but she's banned mobile phones. I'm not surprised because people are taking the absolute piss out of No that. more recordings for Curly Nolan. Her afraid. son is like the, uh, like the host of her stage show mm. and i saw he posted um on tiktok it's like come see my mum's new show and showed clips of it even the clips the official clips mm. were awful mm. of her singing like they Terrible. like what are you what <laughs> no jane mcdonald jane yeah. mcdonald is just a star jane mcdonald would be good on big brother yeah that's what i mean someone like that but jane she would do it either she would definitely not do it Why? Because again, she made, it's such a dangerous. You what about Jane McDonald's hairdresser friend? She could do it. She could do it. Thing with Big Brother is, is that there's shows where you go on there and your career is kind of like middling. So you go on something Strictly or I'm a Celebrity, and it kind of just gives it gives your career a bit of more of a kick, it gives it a bit of a boost up. Big Brother, your career literally has to be on the absolute bottom barrel. You know, or you just right want a paycheck. Or you just want a paycheck, yeah. But it's literally we like, do it. It's literally scraping. That's why it and, and and unfortunately, because of Channel 5's version of it, where they used to throw in loads of American celebrities in there just to kind of like top up the numbers. Oh, yeah. The ones the hills. That, that make a career out of basically doing reality TV. Mm. It's kind of broken it's it's made that reputation kind of carry over to the ITV. So if Channel Five got in touch and wanted you in last minute, are you gonna say yes or no, podcaster from comment below? No, I wouldn't be big brother, not for no, not even at the stage of your career. <laughs> I mean my career is at the bottom. Absolutely bottom. Oh. My way is up. I'm a fish, I'm a bottom feeder. But I was surprised um, there's no MPs or anything on like political people, no one rumoured. Bit odd. Normally they're there, aren't they? Boris Johnson, I genuinely could see saying yes to it if given the right amount of money. Mm. They couldn't afford his stupid. Mm. But anyway, so right, that brings us to the end of another episode of it Comments. It does. It does. Um, I don't have an outro much the style of my intro, yeah, so I should just take a bummer. Wrap it. <laughs> so, oh, freestyle. Freestyle. Just go. Just ad lib. No, ad lib it. If you want to email the show today, no, go to commentbelowpod at gmail.com. If you want to Twitter us, at commentbelowpod. Instagram is commentbelow underscore pod. See Ben and I again next week. Which time of the day? No one can speak. So when you come back to watch the show, don't forget to say hello. Goodbye. That's not what I meant. I meant I'd live it. But... Just said goodbye. Yeah, it's I a lovely know. end. Well, I need to end the show as I always do. Oh, of course. <laughs> a Facebook mum quote of the week. So hold on to this while you get over that um, free wrap there. Wicka, wicka, woo. So build someone up, put their insecurities to sleep, remind them their worth. Remind them their worth. Their worth. I was Tell... so wrong. Sorry, you need to... <laughs> Digitalising <laughs> something, just saying their free time, so suddenly make it visually. Tell them they're magical. Be light in an too often dim world... And that quote, surprisingly, was by Unknown. So until next week, everyone, stay out of the dark and into the light. Goodbye. Keep it fresh, everyone. 